Life. This Life Ain't For Everybody presents A Fit Life, the Living Stronger series by Sierra Strength and Speed. It comes down to, I've got to cut out some calories and I've got to move my ass. Rob, Blake, and Jake are back on the mic to build your confidence and help you crush your weight loss goals. What you need to understand is you didn't put on 20 pounds in the last year. Don't be afraid to go deep on, this might take a while. Let's not think that we're going to take off 20 in the next two months. Making this episode of A Fit Life, the Living Stronger series by Sierra Strength and Speed possible is Napa Valley Olive Oil, the provider and Deemer Box. Now, here's your coaches, Rob, Blake, and Jake of Sierra Strength and Speed. This episode number eight. Look at us. The Ocho. (laughs) The Ocho. That's right. How are you guys? Phenomenal. I'm well. Yeah? I'm well. This football season's been a little depressing for me. It's been a your tough team? year for a lot of teams. Boise State. Oh, Nevada. I thought you meant NFL. Oh, NFL. I, so when you were talking about that game the other day, I didn't know it was against Colorado State. Oh, yeah. I, had yeah, to, yeah. I, I didn't want to ask you because I thought I knew who it was. And then I'm like, yeah. I don't know for sure. So that I was looked the first it up. time they ever beat us. I'm like, what the? That's, that was the first time they ever beat us. That's Mother. Tough. I know. That's, they built a good little. They took in a ton of transfers over there. They, they did. They, they did. They Still did don't job. care for them much. No. Don't know where they're going, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but, but that's my big for them. Can, none of my teams can beat themselves out of a wet paper bag. <laughs> it's yeah. So well, I'm living in a steady state of depression over college football. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, I'm great. Oh, Jake, fun. Jake just finished hunting. I did. So for all you hunters out there, he netted a Bambi. Little, oh, little. it wasn't a Bambi, <laughs> dickhead. <laughs> I only saw two bucks, and he was the bigger one. All right. Hey, okay. I, Actually, what I told Jake to tell everybody is that he is getting so large, he makes the deer look small. Exactly. That's, that's, that's what the is. problem. His, his yeah. pictures just make the deer look small just, these I days. I picked him up overhead and walked him and down carried the mountain. him carried yeah. him back yeah. six miles uphill the whole way. Yep. Nice. yep. That's he hunting. Yeah. That's good stuff. He didn't even stuff. shoot it. He chased it down. On that's the that's yeah. right. Beat Tackled him. Yeah. Yep. Gave him the old uh, choke out. Broke him up. Yeah. All the meat's perfect. Oh, yeah. Because you choked him out. Exactly. freaking awesome. Yeah. That's that's, that's I like it. We're on a roll. Let's do this. All right, let's do it. All right, anything you want to talk about? I mean, I, I got one for you. I got mean, one. We don't got to start. Let's with start. It. No, let's start, let's start there, and it. then uh, and then we're gonna probably do a little bit of a deep dive Love okay. um, today. Okay. Yeah, but let's do this. Throw me off my rocker. Want to <laughs> chat a little bit about kind of the differences between one-on-one coaching and training versus our group stuff. Just kind okay. of pros, cons, differences, similarities, like, you know, kind of what our emphasis or our intent is behind like a one-on-one versus a group. Versus group. Like the gotcha. disadvantages, advantages that we have that we see. More along the general pop lines or more team? Oh, man, I didn't think that far. Yeah, yeah. Um, Were you thinking more general? Yeah, I was thinking general, really. Let's go there first. You you got anything? Yeah, I would say like when we're going solo, it's definitely more uh, specific to that person's needs. And so you can kind of lose that in the group. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, like I see it with some of my classes, some people have different like injuries or stuff that you have to look out for. And so sometimes if you're trying to do stuff all together, you can make different variations for people and stuff, but... Sometimes you can't hit everyone's goals exactly how you want to. Mm -hmm. And so you do have to, it becomes more of a general fitness thing for the group classes. Whereas solo, you can really take time to be very, very personal on what they need, what they want to do that day, how they're feeling. And you get more interaction one-on-one. Yeah, I agree. And, And I think go general pop first. You hit it right on the head, Jake. I think the biggest thing is when, when you're doing an individual, you, 
pretty much have a plan for that person and and it can change day to day but everything is focused around them the one nice thing i do like about a group and i I wish some of my individual clients would go to more group is sometimes there's a there's a little bit more motivation you know Mm. there's that challenge within the group sometimes to do a little bit more or push yourself but the downside is exactly what you said you know you got some for example you got one person who just and most of our groups are small so you're still correcting them or Mm -hmm. tweaking it or changing the exercise to make it something that's doable or something that's a little more difficult. But I think sometimes I don't think we lose them, you know, in a three or four person group. But some people just, if they really struggle with an exercise, you can see where they just kind of take it easy through that exercise. Mm -hmm. You know, it ends up being almost their rest station. You're like, no, I wanted you to push yourself here, you know. So I think that gets lost a little bit. You know, you guys have seen it when we do the bigger teams if it's more than seven or eight i usually want two coaches there so that we aren't losing Mm -hmm. a couple people because i used to always see the big group classes of 15 and the whole back row is doing their own thing the people Mm -hmm. in the front know what they're doing they could teach the class so they look really good people in the middle are kind of getting most of it but then the people in the back row they're like are you even watching what the instructors (laughs) do you know they're they're like doing their own stuff you're like the yoga teacher's doing down dog and the people in the back (laughs) she's not even watching them it's like no you you probably probably don't need to join this class you gotta go back in that back row and help those people out Mm -hmm. so uh, you know again I, I think we do a good job and then on the team side it's so hard to hit everybody and I think Mm -hmm. if you get to a college level and you have three or four uh, strength coaches and I think if you can separate that team out and put your DBs and your running backs together you know you Mm -hmm. separate your linemen you separate your DBs you separate your quarterback and I think you can make it more individual but I think a lot of times that gets lost too you know and the team we're looking at these four exercises and everybody's got to do them you know Mm -hmm. I remember there was a, a kid here in town at one of the high schools and he was like we have to bench press 225 to play on varsity kid was a kid was a quarterback i'm like are you a good quarterback yeah i'm pretty good he goes i should start i'm like don't even worry about the 225 i'm like if you're a good quarterback yeah i don't know that you need to bench Mm -hmm. for me you don't need to bench 225 i'm like do i want you to be strong sure but is that going to be my marker no yeah you know so so in that team setting i think sometimes that gets lost also but I think it can be done you know good where your quarterbacks are doing their own thing and they're spending a little bit more time on their seven step drop back and their footwork you know rather than worried about their power clean I you know I think those things can be thrown out but I think that answers your question but I I like the group setting I I wish I had a few more individuals sometimes that I wish would do the group because every once in a while they'll kind of tweak that training and it's it's where the cones come in handy you're like we've got to get through all these cones Mm -hmm. before we talk you know because that can happen a little bit too yeah sometimes it's it's okay to work on that personal side but there's other times where it's like no 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 we we got work to do today today is not the day we're i'm in work mode we're not we're not doing that today i'm gonna put you on the treadmill till you can't talk and then we're gonna go exactly (laughs) yeah now from the same perspective i really like i got some individual athletes right now at the high school level that I really want to try to find a couple more guys to join just from the standpoint of like we could add a little competition in we could drive a little you know work that side of things a little bit harder and yep. uh, you know use each other to build each other up yep. it just I can only go so hard so many times in one day you know what I mean and, yep. and so when yeah. I'm training an athlete and it's like alright 
got to compete a little bit or, you know, it falls on, on my shoulders a little bit to like step up and become the partner. Yeah. And, and that's hard to do both coach and do all those things and watch. So yeah, I, I got a couple of things I'd really love to find a couple more to stack on top and, and work. All, we all work together. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's, that's got its own tricks and stuff. You know, you go and find them, find the right guys and find the right, mix, find the yeah. right guys and yeah, get in the right mix. But you know, from the competition aspect, the camaraderie, you know, 90% of the sports we have in are like team sports, you know, so yep. that camaraderie aspect is like, it's big, you know, that matters, that matters. And getting a, we have a good environment, we have a good culture in the gym. Mm-hmm. So it's like getting the right guys in, fueling each other, building each other up. That's something that I'm aspiring to reach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, like you did with volleyball, right? I mean, yeah. I was going to say sometimes to get them to do what you want to do you have to pair them up with the right person so you're like yeah. no you can catch this person yeah. you know go outside of your yeah. comfort zone and and sometimes that's why i can't do the sprinting with these kids i have to give them to you guys because i'm like too old to, <laughs> they can catch me if i get a 20 yard head start i'm like yeah whatever go, Man, go I see got, jake and blake though they're faster than you 12 year old that kid's fast <laughs> fast 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 he raced okay i was gonna say uh, oh, one of the baseball, one of the baseball yeah, kids. Oh, boys. gotcha. He raced him, and then he raced Joey, and he like looked at me, and I was like, "Don't look at me. I don't, <laughs> I don't want that right now." That's I thought awesome. I was gone, and I just felt a hand in the middle of my back tag. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> wow, he's, he's crazy." We might, I gotta fast. start training. We might have to get a picture of that and put it on the board, Blake. That's he's fast. That's sad. He's fast. Just Blake's sad face. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, you okay. smooth caught me. You better not. You know what your problem is? Uh-huh. Too much distance running. Shit. Hey, I got, a race. I got a race coming up. You were probably racing in the, the foams too. Though, yeah, most likely. Oh, that's true. They were relaxing shoes. Yeah. Blake's I'm, footwear is a little suspect. I'm He's going to wear track spikes next time. <laughs> or rockets on my shoes. Rollerblades. Yeah, exactly. No, he was rolling. He was that's, he was rolling. He's fast. That's fast. impressive. He caught me. But right on. Yeah. All right. They were competing hard. That's, that's what, they're, they're that's what you want, hard. Right? They were competing hard. It's the that's the funniest shit that we've figured out is like, hey, tag is our best asset to get them to full effort. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's some of those little things that you pull out and you're like, this is my best way to get them to do speed work. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it pushes them outside their comfort zone. Yeah. All of a sudden now they're, they have to do something, whether it's more foot strikes or they got to be a little stronger with it. You know, it's yeah. just, it's one of those things. And so it's better than the ladder. It's better than this technique. It's better than, you know, it's yeah. like, it's better than everything. And it's a simple game that the kids mm-hmm. play on their own. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, that was, that didn't take five years of schooling yeah. I, I got this yeah. figured out yeah. Yeah. you know so I, I totally agree with you sometimes it's like these little things and you watch them do it you're like I love that we're gonna do that 15 minutes every time you guys come in because yeah. it just gets you guys all firing at the right time yeah and there's yeah. big smiles on their face and tent is high it's yep. like mm-hmm. we can take them we can bring them in and say alright we're, you know, we're gonna work speed work today we need really good intent when we say 100% you need to push to 100% and you're looking you're like we're running at 85% right yep. now and then you throw you know you're like alright go chase this ball down catch it before two bounces and they're gone they're running 110 percent. it's crazy it's amazing you know and it's it's 
I almost, yeah, like you said, I almost feel silly. I'm like, man, that's all it was. <laughs> that this was the whole time. I was just, overthinking the shit yeah. out of it. That's yeah. all just, this was. Just play fetch. Yeah. yeah this was easy. <laughs> exactly. and we'll cut them for water. They'll be like, can we do that more? And I'm like, sure. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to tell you no. We're right. getting great, yeah. great reps in. So, right. like, let's just keep running. Yep. You keep asking what we need for the gym. We need that little ball thrower uh. for the dogs. That's what we need. <laughs> the flinger. I don't think our gym's that long, We'll go Jake. out in the parking lot and just whip <laughs> that shit. <laughs> we need some turf for the parking lot that i yeah. like it i like it yeah slingshot very cool okay i'll get one of those <laughs> don't throw it through the wall again <laughs> exactly yeah, we've had some issues. exactly we've had blake some and i'll be working on the wall this week <laughs> hey, i don't know what that was <laughs> Karate there's a, there's a completely yeah rogue Jackie Chan kick. Yeah, we, we have a few non-concrete walls in our facility, but the kids all think they're concrete. So when they go through it like your house wall, it's like, okay, let's not do that again. She was really sorry. And the only reason it happened is she was having too much damn fun and she lost a little control. <laughs> she, she lost herself a little, but she was having fun. At least you know she was what? having fun. She was having a blast. And, it was the last awesome. day of our block. And if we need to, we can get your dad in to help oh, us yeah. fix it. So, Whitlock Painting for all your painting needs. <laughs> Plug God. <laughs> all right, Jake, anything before we go here? I'm anything else? Anything else? What you got? Yeah. All right, let's do this and see where let's it leads us. So, so the question was, and this is a great question, because we've talked a little bit about alcohol, but we've never talked about the full-on effects of how alcohol affects an athlete or a mm-hmm. training program or a diet program. So the, that's kind of the question is, I know alcohol isn't great for you, but you know, after a great week of training and I go out, fill me in on what alcohol does. So we're gonna deep dive into nutrition. None of us are dietitians here. I have a minor in nutrition, but that qualifies me for nothing nutritionally. So I'm going to just give you some good nutrition information, hopefully good information. We're going to talk a little bit about nutrition, but I think this will lead us into that topic. Mm. It'll be our inaugural (laughs) nutrition talk. There it is. I didn't throw it out last time, so I might have to throw it out twice today. That's going to be crazy. It will be crazy. (laughs) (laughs) The Battle of the Bulge is real. Personally, if I had a desk job, guys, I would be 20 pounds heavier. I'm pushing maximum density right now, so I got to drop 10. <laughs> but if they gave me a movie role and told me they were going to pay me to be fat, I'm like, I'll put 40 pounds on in a month. Now, getting those 40 off, oh, man, it's going to take me yeah. a, a year. After the break, you'll learn strategies for taking off and keeping off those pesky, pudgy pounds from Rob, Blake, and Jake of A Fit Life, the Living Stronger series on This Life Ain't For Everybody. And it's brought to you in part by American Almond Beef and Oakley sunglasses the boys will return in a moment vision i just had a lens retraction surgery last year it's pretty much like cataracts that you're going to get in your 60s 70s everybody's going to get it once you get it your vision is there it's never changing artificial lenses i had it at 40s and i'm telling you with what i do with duck hunting and scouting and watching my daughter grow up i'm just so thankful that i'm back to 2015 in my right eye and 2020 in my left eye thanks to dr matt mills who you've all heard on our podcast but i want to protect my eyes and that's exactly where one of our 
badass partners comes in. Oakley, Oakley Eyewear, the Oakley culture, the Oakley lifestyle. Protect your vision when you're shooting, when you're fishing. Nothing worse than getting a hook in the eye with somebody casting on the same boat. You just can't take it for granted. The damage the sun can cause, the rays, the UV, just keeping the dust and the dirt out of your eyes. Just everything during a hunt, pit blind, boat blind, it doesn't matter, sun up. They make different lenses for different skies. They're sold all over the world and they support the military and the blue line and conservation and hunting and fishing in the outdoors and living off the land. And we never hunt without our Oakleys. Everybody's like, why you always got your sunglasses on? Shouldn't be wearing sunglasses. You probably shouldn't in turkey hunting. I don't wear them in turkey hunting because of the vision of a turkey and the reflection. But when I'm shooting trap range or the sporting clays or the skeet or the five stand, or I'm in a duck hunt or a goose hunt, I have my Oakleys with me at all time. I put them in my banded backpack. I have them in an Oakley hard case. I keep them protected. The prism, lenses, everything that goes in to the technology behind the Oakley brand and the frames, the function of them, all of the different lenses that you can get, like I mentioned, and the way they protect our eyes. The prism lens technology is second to none. You got to get a pair of Oakleys. I know there's a lot of choices out there when you want to protect your eyes, but remember, please support the brands that support this lifestyle. Oakley, the official eyewear of the Foul Life TV, the Foul Life podcast, and everything we do here at The Provider and where the pavement ends. Thank you so much for supporting. Oakley. We cook a lot and we like our wild game to be legit. Our recipes mean a lot to us, out of the box, unorthodox thinking, that provider mentality. We eat what we harvest, we eat what we catch. I love the organic lifestyle and nutrition and diet. We eat wild game seven days a week in one meal, sometimes two and three meals. My daughter, Alyssa, loves eating wild game. My nephew, Chase, all of our family has grown up and still lives on the value of sustainability. And Napa Valley olive oil is there for us. The Particelli family are hunters. They're fishermen, they're outdoorsmen, they're gatherers, they're providers. They are old Italian heritage that loves the outdoors. And this product, Napa Valley olive oil, located in the wine country of Napa, it's an amazing place. The store is amazing. The salamis, the cheeses, the fresh Italian meats, the sodas, the pastas, all of the different anchovies, everything that you need to do to be a complete outdoor chef. And even if you're cooking domestically, Napa Valley olive oil is bottled old school style. The brand is amazing. The flavor is amazing. The culture of Napa Valley olive oil, the friendship we have with Ray Ray and Dante and Jules and Stefano and the entire family, the entire Particelli clan means the world to us. Get online, NapaValleyOliveOil.com and order the different flavored oils, the garlic, the lemon, you name it, they have it. It's Napa Valley Olive Oil. We're proud to have them in all of our recipes at The Foul Life, The Foul Life TV on the Outdoor Channel and The Provider Life. Look for more recipes at TheProviderLife.com. Get yourself a provider cookbook. Napa Valley Olive Oil is all over it. Thank you to the Particelli family and thank you all for supporting the brands that support us. You're only a workout away from a better you, so stay motivated and and connected with this life ain't for everybody a fit life the living stronger series with rob blake and jake by streaming the podcast on soundcloud iheart spotify this life ain't for everybody.com or your preferred streaming platform now let's do some reps we're back we're back we're back all right so alcohol you guys have both drank it's once poison. or twice what? maybe i know i know mom don't listen don't listen so where do you think alcohol would affect you on the performance side? Let's say you're working out really hard, you've been dry for three weeks and you're gaining on your goals and you decide to go out and go to a football game and you tailgate all day and you drink. 
What do you think that does to you on that Saturday when you go back into the gym on Monday? How does that drinking episode affect you? Alcohol is catabolic. And so if you're breaking down your muscles when you're working out, if you put something else in that's also going to break that down, you're not going to recover properly. And then you're obviously going to be hungover, feel like shit, and just not be able to work at your full capacity. And I'm assuming it brings you back at least a couple of workouts if not more yeah in progress nice nice you're right on yeah that was same thing recovery from the recovery aspect you're not going to recover properly so then when you show back up on monday you're not you're not back at that 100 percent clip where you can really drive and push in those sessions because now you got you're you're under recovered yeah so you're underprepared, and then that said yeah like jake said we're now we're a couple sessions behind yeah you're right on it uh, and and i wasn't even thinking the catabolic side my mm-hmm. my first one is Number one, alcohol is a dehydrator, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's the one substance that's going to leak hydration from your system and, and your muscles are so much fluid. That's a biggie. And then number two, it's going to affect your sleep. So I think those mm-hmm. two right out of the gate are really bad. And that's your sleep is where you're going to get your best recovery, right? So, so you're, and you're probably right, Jake. And I don't know if anybody studied it, but you're probably taking two or three steps backwards mm-hmm. on the training side. Okay. And then just the decisions that go along with the alcohol. So your diet probably wasn't as good and, mm-hmm. and the whole thing. So just that trickle Not down effect. Not kale salad when you're drinking. Are you telling Usually, me street corner hot dog yeah. wasn't what I needed? <laughs> oh, the street meat. <laughs> Big street meat guy. Very good. Um, so, and then, and then alcohol is catabolic. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I wasn't even thinking that. So yeah, talk about breaking down your tissue a little bit more or taking it away from your training. So really those are the big three. And, and I think, you know, I've mentioned this before. I don't know if I did it in here, but back in the day when I was your guys's age, when I would train in the gym quite a bit, we'd go pretty hard Monday through Friday, sometimes even hit the gym on Sundays. Saturday was usually off, but Friday nights we'd go out. And I felt exactly like the person who asked this question. I'm like, and I wasn't a big drinker. I'm talking a couple of drinks, probably not eat the right meal. I think what I did on Friday ruined my whole week. When I got mm-hmm. back in the gym on Monday, took my weight, looked at my strength and how I felt, I felt like one Friday night messed up my whole week. And and I don't know if I went back that far, mm-hmm. you know, to, to your point, but I definitely went backwards. And so it was like, I was just starting over. And then I finally, you know, I was, I was at an age where I'm like, I don't need to drink anymore. I kind of was the designated driver guy. I was, had as much fun, saved a whole lot of money, you know, going out with the same friends, but just changed my habits. Mm -hmm. And that's when I felt like I made gains. So um, in terms of this question, I think if you're somebody who likes to drink on the weekend, but you train really hard, if you're going to keep that pattern going, you're probably neutralizing your training Mm -hmm. for the most part. And if you're an athlete, I really think that's, that's a biggie. You know, Mm -hmm. you're looking at something that's, that's dehydrating the system and and changing your recovery big time. Um, It's really a bad pattern for you. And on the, on the general population side, one of the first things when we talk diet that I'll do with people in my age group. So people in their forties, in 50s, 60s who like to have a drink at night or even if it's just a glass of wine. You know, ultimately, alcohol is a high sugar content Mm -hmm. and um, really there's not much beneficial to it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I guess you could say, you know, get a little buzz, feel a little 
comfortable, forget a few things. Yeah. That's all good. But <laughs> but in terms of in terms of what it does to your body, it's a poison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's yep. there's really yep. no other way to to define it. And so when you start putting that into your body, if you do it quite a bit, then you're creating inflammation. You're creating problems within the system that your body, you know. The other days when you're trying to do something positive, it's it's just working on filtering that out still. Mm-hmm. It's really going to be a problem. So if you're trying to lose weight, putting those extra calories in, changing your diet in that fashion, depleting the body of, uh, of water, maybe not getting as good sleep, you're not going to make progress in terms of losing weight. So mm-hmm. a lot of times with my clients, that's one of the first things I tell them to do if they want to lose weight. Now, it doesn't have to be, Chad and I get into this talk all the time, it doesn't <laughs> have to be that you got to totally be you know, dry forever, no mm-hmm. fun. But if you cut it out for a short period of time, you're going to see a change. Yeah. And I'm going, yeah, leave, yeah. I'm going to open it up to you because yeah. I know you yeah. you went dry for a little period and, yeah. and right away your weight changed. Yeah, I took two months off. Two months off drinking, you know, pretty casual drinker in the first place, but just took two months off of that and I cut 20 pounds out. 20 pounds yeah. out, my body composition completely changed. And that's like a, you know, double edged sword, not putting the shit in my body. Plus, I feel fucking great yeah. seven days a week. Yeah, so you can work so, out. As yeah, hard as and you that's really want. kind of where the running came from is like, well, I got extra time now where I'm not feeling it, you know, partying or whatever. Like I feel great. Yeah, the sh- you know it's nice out. I'll just go hit a couple miles, and so I started doing that. And it was like so now I'm actually putting out more effort, uh, putting more effort into myself mm-hmm. just because I'm not you know lost in the sauce, and it, it it's you know it's a compounding effect. So then you stack it up over a couple months, and man, I saw huge changes, and then they're lasting changes too. Like I haven't thrown it right back on because I was able to set some better habits yep. moving forward. You know, it's mm-hmm. football season, so that's always tough. Totally, you know. Tailgates and barbecues, you yeah, know, but yeah, no, but like the discipline is still there. Yep, that's kind of you know the biggest thing for me is the habit of like, all right, like I got a really bold faced look at like you didn't even realize how much it affected you until you take some time off. You're like, holy shit, I feel like night and day different, way different. And you know, like I said, I could just flat out train harder, train more often, and I think that you know. It's really the driver. Changes the whole. Yeah. yeah and you're it changes recovering the whole. better too. Yeah, exactly. Like, right. Yeah. It, it changes everything. Yeah. And and on for people in my age group, I think one of the things we talked about not that long ago is, is I never knew that sleep would be so hard to come by. Right. Yeah. You guys, you guys probably for the most part lay down and you're out for eight hours. When mm. It's so weird to me when you get to be. 45 or 50 how you wake up at 2:30 for no reason and then your brain starts going somewhere crazy and and I I've had clients that have been that way for a while I and there's times where I get up on a Monday at three o'clock I'm like I have nothing to worry about today why am I I get it when yeah. my wife wakes up when she's got you know 12 emails that are hammering her and she's got a mm-hmm. bunch of stuff that's on her plate I don't wake up like that but I'll wake up at three and I'm like Okay, I guess it's time to get up, you know. So yeah. so sleep's hard to get. And what's funny, and I didn't notice this for a while, but when you drink alcohol, it definitely affects your sleep. So oh, it's yeah. funny, and there's some studies out now around that, but you'll fall asleep 
nice and easy. But man, you usually wake up in a couple hours either to go to the bathroom or whatever. Sleep, you do not get good deep sleep when you've been drinking, even even a couple of drinks. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's it's funny in my age group how much of an effect that has on your sleep. And and like you guys just said, if you're not getting good sleep, it's hard to hit the gym and have the mm-hmm. same intent, you know, when you get there, when you haven't when you're not yeah. fully rested yeah. and alert. One hundred percent. Yeah, and then it's flat out you know you weren't doing the right shit to recover and do all this stuff anyway so you have like a little bit of guilt in the back of your head like man this session I I gotta bring it and then you (laughs) can't I bring it yeah it's you start playing the head games with yourself well like and when you put yourself in that situation, it's not uncommon that that's when you get tweaked. Yep. You know, yep. you strain a muscle because yep. you're like, I, I got this. I can do this. And so it's kind of that compound effect where you're like, I tweaked myself and I know why it happened. Yeah. You know, even though at the time you didn't know, but it's probably lack of recovery, you know, just wasn't a good day to push it a little bit because yeah. you just, just weren't there. Mm-hmm. Anything else on alcohol? Yes. Because um, I think this will lead into our other stuff. I've, I've read a couple different places that after you have like even one drink, you can't burn fat for like 48 hours. Mm. And I wanted to know your thoughts or have you read anything on Interesting. that? Interesting. Because I'm not positive where I read it. Gotcha. But I no, good know it to be somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know, I know it to be somewhat true. Somebody I wrote it. I don't know if it's 48 hours, but I think your body spends it. Right <laughs> this Definitely a good source. So here's how I've always thought of alcohol. It's a high-octane fuel, right? So alcohol, and we'll get into this a little bit, but your carbs and protein have four calories mm. per gram. Your fat is way up there. It's nine calories per gram. Alcohol is not far behind. Alcohol is seven calories per gram. So it is a higher source. But I think the other thing, Jake, when you look at its mixture, is that it's an easy fuel source for the body. Mm -hmm. And so when it comes in, I don't know that it has to be filtered so much, but Mm -hmm. since it is a higher uh, calorie content. I think it's an easy goes to that fuel source versus, for the body, almost like yeah, sugar. Yeah, and it gets used first. So anything you eat when you're when you're drinking alcohol is probably going straight to being stored mm-hmm. because you're you're able to run off that alcohol. Now I do not know how much alcohol it takes or or how long it lasts, but I think it's the first fuel source that the body will use, almost like a glucose or a, yeah. or a sugar um, substrate. And that anything else you're taking in during that time is very easily moving towards storage. So there, there's got to be some truth to that. I just mm-hmm. wouldn't know the exact yeah. amount. Yeah. And that's what I'll tell people is like, even when they say, well, I'm just going to have a vodka and soda water. Okay, that's a better choice. It's not a margarita that's got, you know, 800 mm-hmm. calories in it. So, yeah, it's better. But still, if it's got alcohol, it's got sugar. Right, because mm-hmm. that's part of what alcohol is. It's that fermented sugar that goes towards that source. So you're still getting that in, and it's going to change what your body does. You mm-hmm. know, in terms of number one, we all know that when we're drinking a little bit, we change what we eat. You know, we're not mm-hmm. going for the celery sticks and carrots. Pizza. We're we're probably going pizza. for yep, exactly. We're going okay tonight's the night I eat pizza. So so it changes that too, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of how what our choices are. And then, you know, you have one drink and it's easy to have a couple more. So before you know it, yes, you didn't do the 800 calorie margarita, but you're still getting a pretty good amount of calories Mm -hmm. in that alcohol that you're getting in. And and it's going to change how your body's breaking down and utilizing the other fuels. Yeah. 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 When I was playing ball, they were, 
it was this comes our strength staff put together a big thing they were trying to revamp our nutrition and especially during the season they were really honest like hey we get it you guys go win games you want to go party we get it and again I don't remember exactly how they broke it down scale wise but they're like up to X amount of drinks you, you have like your body it's like a 48 hour period where it's working overtime to break all that down. So you've suppressed yourself for 48 hours. Okay. So we finish our game Saturday night. Everybody goes out drinking into the early Sunday morning. So, you know, you got Sunday, Monday, we're back on the field on Tuesday and you haven't properly recovered. So it's like, and if you're one of the guys that went super, super hard, that number, you know, you go from say, it's like, you know, past five drinks. Now you're looking at a 72 hour hangover period. Now you're creeping in. Now you've lost half of your work week. Mm-hmm. to alcohol to a Saturday night How, what yep. is that what kind of effect is that going to have on our on your performance and then ultimately team the performance team. so yeah, right. you know, they were really honest about that one yeah did we always listen probably not but <laughs> we were in college win or lose <laughs> we booze yeah <laughs> no um, it's hard when you're no, winning I, and I think when you look at some strength coaches especially the team situation um, when you're not in season they will kill people on Friday and kill them again on Monday mm-hmm. that's one of their ways of I, I've known a couple of staffs that have done that where they go Friday is this day and Monday is this day and it was just to keep guys a little bit down yeah, because they knew what Monday was going to be, and that's yeah. kind of how they those were their two hard days, and it was to hopefully to keep yeah. them, you know, a little bit under control. Yeah, and 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 it's it's hard, and like you said, and in, and kind of going back to what I said, sometimes when guys start to break down, and get injured, you're going, okay, is it what they're doing outside of yeah. here, or is mm-hmm. it that we're overtraining? Yeah, is it you know? Yeah, we had know. coaches, tra- ATC staff, like nobody was shy. It's like, you know, what the fuck are you doing on the weekend? You got habitual guys are habitually injured. It's like they start looking at you a little bit. Yep. Like, all right, well, what are your, you know, what are your habits? And yeah. We've had guys called into office, make contracts with the coach. Like, you know, we all know, everybody knows what you're doing outside of here. And look, what you haven't been on the field for multiple, mm-hmm. you know, games in a row in two yep. years. So yep. we need to talk because it's really starting to look like what you're doing outside of here is ruining what you know what, we're trying to we're accomplish trying to do. so you yeah. gotta look in the mirror and say what do you who do you want to be you know and so yeah that was that was a big one for us that was a really big yeah. one for us no and mm-hmm. and it is it's funny and, and i loved this the last school i worked at was a smaller liberal arts school and it was, it was in the middle of nowhere in north carolina so it wasn't like it was a party town but they kind of had the reputation it was it was basically the school was very small it was almost 300 athletes and not even a thousand students so it was small it was built for this athletic but they kind of were a party school because there just wasn't much to do Mm. and so they actually the ad had been at army um and so he was really yeah he was he came out of retirement he just lived nearby and he was a great find for the school he was all about athletes and and the whole thing, but he was more on that discipline side. So he found this guy and he brought him in and the talk was great. And it was basically, here's your year calendar and we know you're going to do your thing, right? So he just wrote it out. And and I do this sometimes when I do the nutrition talk. It's like, okay, yeah, I, I don't scruff much, but I scruff for Monday night football. Okay, 16 nights, right? 17, mm-hmm. 16, 17 nights. Okay, and then, um, yeah, I like to celebrate the hardy, the different um, holidays. So, okay, Halloween, New Year's, you know, 4th of July, this. Okay, there's eight more holidays. Okay, so now we're up to 24. When I, I party on Fridays, 52. 
We got yeah. 52 Fridays. The so now we're pushing, we're pushing almost 100. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and every time my friend has a birthday party, we do stuff. 10 friends. Okay, we're at 100. There's 350 days in the year. Now we know you're partying 100. Yeah. Oh, and, and Wednesday nights. Wednesday nights at the, at the beer barrel, <laughs> it's free beer. So yeah. we go, we go on Wednesdays. So there's another 52 days. So now we're at 150. We're almost pushing half the year. We're drinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We got a problem, yeah. right? So now we we know if we look at the year, 352 days and 150 of them, you're drinking. Yeah. We got a problem. So same thing when I talk to people about eating. Well, I eat pretty good, except for Sundays when we tailgate and watch football. And oh, and we tailgate for college too. Okay, 32 days. Yeah. You know, okay, now, you know, you start breaking it down and you're like, okay, you're bad diet-wise, Half the time. Mm, yeah. Right? It's pretty hard to get somewhere. If we're good 50%, we're bad 50%. Mm, yeah. We're probably not going to lose any weight. We're probably not. Or if we're partying, we're probably not going in the right direction. Yeah. So it's, it, I just like that map. It was really yeah. cool because mm. when you start laying it out, you're like, well, it's just Fridays. It's 50 days out of yeah. there. Yeah. That's a one, lot of Fridays. One seventh of your, you know, so it's a lot. And yeah. if it trickles into a few Saturdays, then okay, now we're at 75 or whatever it might be. And then, oh, yeah, it was my buddy's birthday and we screwed, you know, okay, so oh. now out of the week, you had four bad days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You partied Friday, Saturday, you had a birthday on Tuesday and you screwed up Thursday. You had four bad days, you had three good ones. We're that's, probably not going to go in the right direction. Yeah, and that's and back to what we were just saying. That's just the drinking day. That's just the days right. where we're putting it in our body. That's not right. the days where the body's trying to get rid of it, and we're we're suppressed. We're not yeah. training. Yeah. We're not. So now you know, it's six or seven. Yeah. So now you're, <laughs> actually, you're, like, yeah. Now you're looking now at closer to every all, the whole week. Right. You, you fucked up your whole week. Yeah. If we're looking at Jake's stat, that maybe it takes forty eight hours. Yeah. You had three bad days. You're like, okay, so you're for the week. The week has seven days. You're you're three days behind because yeah. there's ten bad days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you start it to puts put the it numbers in together. You're like, man, <laughs> right? It's really right in your face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I just really like that map, yeah. and a lot of times that's what I'll use when I talk to people about diet. I'm like, okay, you're right. We have to make some changes, and we have to create some habits, mm-hmm. and it's, and we can't just do it for a week. It's this is going to be. It's like training. You know, you can train really hard for a week. It's not going to change what you did no. the other. 51 weeks, mm-hmm. right? So it's got to be. So, you know, one of the first things, and we've talked about before in here, consistency is yep. probably mm-hmm. the number one rule yep. when it comes to creating a habit, changing a behavior, whether it's training or diet, right? Mm-hmm. So consistency is number one. And then and then we can get into, so I, I will mention this one more time, but a carb is four calories per gram. Protein, four calories per gram. Alcohol, seven calories per gram. Fat, nine calories per gram. And then we can start breaking these down a little bit. What's a carb? Carb is your energy. Mm -hmm. And then there can be a carb that's high-end sugar or a carb that's more low-end sugar. So high glycemic index, high sugar index, low glycemic index, low sugar. So more more of a vegetable or Mm -hmm. a a sweet potato is is a carb that's going to have a little longer energy than your donut that's going to be a carb that's all sugar. Mm-hmm. Protein, there's going to be good sources of protein and bad sources of protein. That When we look at proteins, a lot of times we break them down and say, the less legs, the better. Mm-hmm. 
So <laughs> typically your fish have more actual protein and less fat per gram. Your chicken or variety bird is a little bit a uh, little bit worse than a fish but a little bit better than a meat mm-hmm. and then your four-legged friends on the on the protein side are a little bit worse and then and then you've got some other things that an egg is protein milk is protein nuts are a great protein source and then that kind of leads us into fats there's some fats that are really good for us like the nuts the fat you get from your nuts are really good the fats you get from avocados really mm. good um, the fats you get from fried food or some of the man-made fatty foods fried foods um, different things vegetable oils different things mm. you use to cook those fats they can range from good to bad you know mm. and so a lot of times people are like well I don't want to have fat. So if you go back to my era, the 80s and 90s, everybody was like, oh, fat is bad for you. No fat. So so they made Oreos that are fat-free, right? Or, or, Which, yeah, or obviously so healthy. Cookies <laughs> that are fat-free. And guess what? People didn't lose weight. So <laughs> fat really isn't the problem because you're because you're 90 calorie regular Oreo versus the 80 calorie or 100 calorie fat-free Oreo, guess what? Still had 100 calories in it. It still can be converted to fat if it's not burned. So fat wasn't really the bad thing, right? So mm-hmm. all of these things are good to some extent. And there's there's people out there that are a complete vegetarian or, uh, you know, vegetarian. They don't have any meat products whatsoever. So there's, there's no meat, there's no chicken, there's no fish, there's no egg, there's no cheese. You know, even those people mm-hmm. are very strict and, and will get their food strictly from plant sources versus an animal source. And you can do some things there. If you're not getting enough calories, then you might need a protein supplement mm-hmm. to make sure that you're getting enough protein and enough calories so that's one way you can go you can be a a lacto ovo vegetarian which means they will take milk and eggs which is a great protein source and then there's some that some people that will just get rid of our four-legged friends Mm. you know maybe and they'll have some fish and chicken to to fill their protein needs so there's a lot of different ways we can start to break this down and look at it but ultimately kind of going back to what i was saying about a fat-free Oreo versus a fat Oreo. Sometimes they'll go back and forth on this, but sometimes a calorie is a calorie is a calorie. You know, mm-hmm. so if you're getting in too many calories, and and don't get mad at me, people, because we're just going to get really simple here. But if you're getting too many calories, then you're burning. Your body is so good at being ready to be starved that it's figured out a way to live and survive Mm -hmm. and it will store these calories and they usually get stored as fat. They don't get stored as muscle because muscle Mm -hmm. takes more energy to function Mm -hmm. with. So Mm -hmm. it's going to store it in what we call fat. If you get too much fat, it doesn't look very pretty. You know, it just, it just doesn't. That's the one thing Chad talks about all the time. It's not pretty. Well, if you have, (laughs) if you're storing too much of it, it might not be pretty and your body can put it anywhere. Usually, you know, it goes around the stomach area or around the hip area. Men tend to be store extra calories or fat above the waistline. Spare tire. Or above the belt line. Yes, yes. Dunlap disease. (laughs) Women tend to store it below the belt line. But 
doesn't always happen that way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as you start to store more fat, you'd be surprised. It puts it everywhere, into your calves, into your feet, into your face, yeah. you know. So when people first start to lose weight, a lot of times you see it in their face because they just will thin out there. So it comes down to burning calories and watching what you put into your diet. Mm-hmm. So, and there's a lot of different ways to break it down. You know, do I do 30% protein and 10% carb and 8% fat and the rest is, you know, whatever? No, you know, so we can break it down a bunch of different ways. And really, what I try and get to people is I'm not so worried about those numbers. We need to get 10 to 20% protein. Some people will really push the protein side. Mm-hmm. A lot of the bodybuilders are like, oh, we need 40% protein. I don't know if you can break down that much protein. So really, uh, you know, for the most part, a pregnant lactating women uh, will bump their protein a little bit. And they're ones that have been studied. Probably the the amount of protein your body can break down and use is somewhere between 10 to 15%. Mm-hmm. So do we need more than that? Maybe a little bit, but probably not a lot. Our athletes ask that question a lot. Maybe I would bump them to 15 to 20, but even at 20, I don't know if now we're just wasting protein. You know, mm-hmm. it's I, I don't know that you can utilize that much. And then after that, I think fat's essential. So we've got to get some good fat, and that's a hard one to get in. And I think that should be around... 20 to 30 percent you know and i'm talking good fats not fried foods and that Mm -hmm. so so we want to let's say we'll go 20 25 percent so now we're at somewhere between 40 and 50 percent then the rest is carbs and then to me now those carbs though we don't want them to be sugar Mm -hmm. sugar's one of those things we really want to minimize and this is my opinion but if we can get to a fruit vegetable carb mix that's more on that low glycemic index side so low sugar it's better mm-hmm. and and then if you're an endurance athlete we might have to bump the carbs a little bit you're, you're going to use carbs for energy and fat for energy and hopefully protein to rebuild muscle and so a lot of times people who are more into lifting think that they need to get 50 percent protein because protein equals muscle it just doesn't go that way it just your body is too smart Extra protein is either going to be used for energy, which isn't a very efficient system, or it's going to be converted to fat if you're not using those calories. So so that's kind of my breakdown, and then we could tweak it a little bit from there. All right, I've, yeah. I've talked for a minute. I need a drink of water. What do you guys think? For me, it's like diet. There's a million of them out there. Like you said, we can break all the numbers down we want, but can we find some that we can be consistent at? Mm-hmm. That we relatively enjoy, you know, we don't all just want to eat something we don't want, you know, don't yep. enjoy every day. But so when it comes to diets, like what can we find that's sustainable for a long time? Mm-hmm. Good. That, that's that's that, a perfect lead for where I want to go. Sustainability is going to be your number one factor. Can I can I do this? Yeah. Can I do yep. this for a long time? Right. Can I can I do this every day? Can I do it? diligently and yep. can I enjoy it relatively like it doesn't you don't have to just eat chicken and rice every day it's nope. that's the beauty of, of this thing you know exactly like, you know you got to find and and everybody's different everybody's different you know everybody is different and has different demands different needs different wants you know yep and so yeah find something that you you can do diligently 
for a long time and then you'll it. see the change you'll, you, mm-hmm. you will love it I like you were saying at the very end it's just everyone is so different that's what's like always like people always ask me about nutrition like yep. my sister whoever's in there people ask all the time always gotta let them know I have no certification at all yeah. <laughs> I'm not qualified to be <laughs> right, talking about right. this but I'll give you advice totally but it's like shit that works for me and Blake is not gonna work for like someone like you or like uh, anybody else no, it's, because it's completely everyone is so different nutrition is like i can guess for you and give you the baseline yeah, yep. that you gave us but it might not fucking work yeah, yeah. well no and i hold your thought i'll just throw a chat out there okay because we're in his facility and, Welcome and to the jungle talks, chad. Yeah. thank you chad and and he he was trying to lose weight and you when you decided and i don't even think it was when you cut the alcohol blake but i think it was when you started um the internship you were just so busy you dropped weight like that and and, yeah. and i was looking you were grabbing snacks from the weight room that were like hey this sugar treat and that sugar treat and some reese's and i mean yeah. you were going to town yeah. and i'm like blake's dropping weight because one of those things where if you're busy, you could get away with eating some sugar. Oh, yeah. And I'm going, Chad, yeah. you cannot have any sugar, right? But but Blake's dropping weight and he's going, well, what's Blake doing? I'm like, Blake, you he's don't even want to know what Blake's walking, doing. He's, he's, eating, yeah, he's <laughs> eating everything he wants and he's still losing weight. So that's not you. That's not me. So yeah. I just wanted to throw that yeah, out because I, mean, I, I wanted to mention, you know, when you were dropping weight, I, I think it was because you were so busy yeah. and running around, mm-hmm. but you were trying to just get calories in and jake's the same way jake i i, I laugh at jake because after every client he's like okay i gotta go eat i'm like <laughs> dude you just ate yeah he's like yeah but this isn't a full meal it's only a three-quarter meal and then yeah. and then i'm gonna have my full meal and, and after the next client and yeah you guys are just at that age where you can and and andy even asked me today he's like well when does that stop i'm like well probably not for a while for those two yeah. you know for yeah. you and me it stopped uh bear have stopped a long time yeah. ago yeah. yeah, and you got like uh, Ocho Cinco, Chad Johnson. Oh He's like God, very dude. famous, very famous for being like, I ate McDonald's every day of my whole career. It was my diet. And you got, you know, he's on podcasts with all these guys, Cam Newton and all that stuff. They got their chefs and they're talking about all this stuff. And he's like, I saved more money than you did. And I ate whatever I wanted. And he goes, I just matched it. And uh, Jamar Chase plays for the Bengals. He said the same thing. They're were, they were all on podcasts together. He's like, tell me again what you eat. He's like, every morning I go to McDonald's and I, you know, uh, you know I get hotcakes and sausage or whatever. Yep. And he's like, you know, my dad told me my whole life. He's like, you put enough work in, the body will show up. The the, the performance will show up. He's like, you just got to match it with your work ethic. You eat whatever you want. And age 25, I'll, 25 i'll totally agree at age 25 <laughs> yeah. but that's that's yeah. the blessing that's that's i mean that to me it just kind of goes to prove there's no like secret sauce in this no. it, it it everybody's different everybody's needs are different and you know at the end of the day you got to match it with your output mm-hmm. you know we can we can dial in on our diets as much as we want but if you're not matching with the output you can't expect a really big change or a really big you know um huge gains or improvements if if you're not matching in the back end in the gym or yep. or on the field running or in, you know in any endeavor that you're you know pursuing if, if you're not matching it like to me when people ask it's like oh they want to lose weight all right well your output just got to be greater than your input exactly so you, That's if, if you I don't want to cut out what too. you're eating you better be yeah you, you better, better you be going yeah. nuts you better you be get a treadmill and yeah. you walk on that and you do your shit <laughs> yeah, on your exactly. computer just, yeah. you gotta just be match moving. it with your output you gotta be moving you just match it with your output yeah. and like I mean that's like when I took that internship on I was just on my feet from 5am to 5pm and I'd come in and I'd work a couple more hours so it's like that's 13 hours on my feet just yeah just walking alone and then you look at 
European countries were a little bit more fit across the whole population. They don't have a lot of, you know, they're not big car populations. A lot of people are walking, yeah. yes. commuting on foot. Yep. Those people tend to be a little healthier. Exactly. They're not running to work. They're just walking. Yep. That's it. Because it's funny when we do a round table discussion, there are so many trainers that are like, it's 90% diet. And I will agree with them when you get into a bodybuilding type mm-hmm. realm, when you're trying to cut your physique it, it is when you when you get to that point mm-hmm. it is totally diet and and i've never been there and it's because i can't do that diet yeah, I, I, I won't i won't go to that point <laughs> I, I don't know that i have the mentality to go there yeah um, but i would agree with them but when you're looking at so many of our general population i will tell them you know if they're at a Personally, if I had a desk job, guys, I would be 20 pounds heavier. I would oh, have to really work on my diet. Tell me about I'm, it, right? I'm, yeah, I'm lucky. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm pushing maximum density right now, so I got to drop 10. <laughs> but but honestly, if I had a desk job, I, I told people, I'm like, if they gave me a movie role and told me they were going to pay me to be fat, I'm like, I'll put 40 pounds on in a month. I yeah. would have no trouble putting four. Now, getting those 40 off, oh, man, it's going to take mm, yeah. me a, a year, right? Yeah. And so I'm lucky I move all the time. And so a lot of my clients, I'm like, you have to move more because oh, yeah. it's really, it probably is never going to be a 50-50 relationship, but yeah. it's diet and it's movement. And if you're not doing one of those, it creates a lot more work on the other side, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So so you've got to figure out that balance. It's like always a balance. It's never going to be even. I don't believe for any of our general pop or our athletes, it's 90% diet. I think th- for them, they're lucky. There's a lot of movement. But then there's some sports where... You know, the young lady will come in and play softball and you really wanted to lose some weight. It's like, yeah, I know you play a sport, but it's not very demanding. You know, if we lay out the numbers versus your girl who's playing basketball and, you know, if she's one of the starters or they're they're in preseason, they're up and down the court all the time and she's trying to lose. It's going to happen. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, so you got to watch what they're eating. But. Those are two different, huge different demands. Mm-hmm. And sometimes your golfer's like, well, I golf. I'm like, yeah, that's walking. You're, yeah. Yeah. And you're probably using a cart. Most of the time. We're going to have to get a workout on top yeah. of that. I'm, yeah. That's good. We're, I like it. Mm-hmm. It's not enough. We, we got to do something else to burn some yeah. calories. And so I think that's a big one. One other thing I wanted to go back to, and then we'll just mention a few topics there and then get back to you guys. But for the longest time, I really felt like your food is your fuel. And I I went with that for a lot of our people. And it was really into, hey, you need to eat six times a day. And now that I'm at the age I'm at, I know Jake eats eight. Blake's probably close to hopefully six. I I eat once a day. Yeah, yeah, are you serious? One meal a day. Really? One meal a day. Okay. I, will, I would pass out. There's one no meal, one chance. big meal. Like, yeah, I haven't eaten today. He'd that's be a grumpy crazy. bear. Yeah. yeah. And, and it works so, for me, though. So, yeah, I love it. If it yeah, works, that's what we're talking about, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah it works for me. Exactly. And so for a lot of my clients, I was like, hey, I think it is important to eat six times a day because I do think there's a blood glucose level that you want to maintain. And if you're really spread out between meals, your metabolism slows down a little bit and your body mm-hmm. goes into concert conservation mode but now that i'm 50 i totally don't agree with that for our older 
population. Mm. They're just not burning enough calories. Now our mm. athletes, I'm still pushing them to eat every couple hours because yeah. because the demands are there. And the other thing I was going to throw out when we talk about our younger kids, I would much rather have them come in with a couple of pop tarts on board yep. than not eating. You oh know, so God, I'm like, yeah. yep. uh, there are times where with that uh, that population, I'm like. Get some, I don't care if you have a bowl of cereal or yeah, you have the Pop-Tarts or you bring in some Oreos, you need something before you come in and work Mm -hmm. out, you know, because some of those kids are three hours in since they've eaten Mm -hmm. and you get 20 minutes into the workout, you're barely going and you can just see them like you, Drake, they're hitting the wall and you're like, when was the last time you ate? You know, so, so those, some of those kids, I'd rather have them eat sugar, even though that's not where we're going to go long term, but we need something in their system if we're going to put a workout yeah, and they're together use it almost immediately yeah too, yeah, so. yeah yeah it's yeah. happened a couple of times with the volleyball girls that they don't eat you'll see them get all white and you're like no oh, you need to fucking yeah, sit, go down sit down and no, we had a girl, find you something to eat we just had a girl two weeks ago we were like because she was yep. school volleyball practice for what two hours you know two almost hours two, they yeah. come they come back to us that's been a you know a big one where we basically just told them like listen we'll give you your 10 minutes get over here yep. eat a snack hang out but one of our girls hadn't eaten. It kind of started to show up in our workout. And uh, Justin went over there and was like, yeah, what'd you eat? You know, what'd you eat? And she's like, I haven't eaten since, you know, breakfast. Yeah, that's crazy. And then she, he was talking to her and she's like, yeah, and I got to go back. I got basketball practice when I leave here. And he was like, all right, stop what you're doing. Go get your phone. Tell your mom she has to come bring you something to eat. Yeah. Before. Like when she picks you up to take you to basketball, there has to be something there for you. Or you're gonna suffer the yeah. rest of the night, and then yeah. that's gonna it's that's gonna good. lead into tomorrow, you yeah. know. And it's it shows up like it shows up in the form of a headache, but that completely takes them out mentally. Oh yeah, like physically, could we keep pushing? Probably, maybe. But mentally, we've checked out because now my head hurts. Ugh, I don't really feel so good, and we're yeah. like more worried. Like shit, I gotta go to basketball practice after this too. I'm really not gonna feel good. Yep. So now we've just lost the whole session just because we didn't eat anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's just that's bad practice. Yeah. Well, and if they're trying to get through it, you're like if they're 70%, right? So are they even getting anything out of it? It's like, no, here, Rob's got shit in his drawer. Come have a bar or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird too with like that age group because like you'll see sometimes the girls who were like, I need to be fit and skinny so they won't purposely eat and you're like, true. you have to step in and like make that interesting conversation. So you get both sides. Yep. Yeah, no, I mean, that sign got ripped, but you had that sign since I, I was. I got a plan oh, yeah. for the sign since I was Tatum since I was ten years old. You <laughs> yeah, know? that was the <laughs> It was you, yeah. Jake. We you know, know who did it. You got that thing in there. Yeah, I was. You know, I wasn't a twelve-year-old girl, but I, it still had an impact on me. You know, you yeah, had, you're like you're an athlete, not a supermodel, right? And we got the Mia Hams, and uh, was it Lindsey Vaughn? I think was up there. Yeah. They look healthy. They look strong, and you know, not taking anything this way from models, but they're very frail. They don't look. They you know they don't they look don't, so good. They, they don't, don't look. Good. They don't look healthy. And it was yeah. like, you know, we're an athletic development facility. Yeah. You guys want to be athletes. That's what an athlete looks like. We want like. you strong. Yeah. yeah we yeah. strong and strong. healthy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, that, and, it, and it's hard. It's hard for kids these days, you know, so going into that, that population, it's really tough. Yeah. Um, and, and there are some times where, and again, we are not dietitians and we're not throwing out information here and there we're just helping people understand things but some of these young ladies like you said jake they're they're trying to cut calories and sometimes you know they need to lose weight but it's all in how they do it and mm-hmm. and, and just cutting out food all together is the worst Not thing the they answer, can do yeah. for their mental state and their performance. Mm-hmm. And so, so sometimes just educating him, Hey, you're not going to lose the weight doing that. Here's, yeah, here's what you need to it's do. It's kind of like 
uh, when Chad was like getting pretty deep into his diet mm-hmm. where you were like, you need to up your calories actually, because now your body's just, it's like, we're fucking dying. Yep. We need to store fat. Yeah. So yeah. you're not going to lose weight and you're not healthy Yeah, and you have no energy yeah, and you don't feel good. Yeah. You just, right. 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 That was, that was the, kind of where we were getting. I'm like, I don't think we were getting as much out of these workouts as we could get. Mm-hmm. So let's bump the calories a little bit because, because yeah. your body, it's number one goal is to survive, yeah. right? It's it's made to survive. So yeah. it's going to figure it out. And if you're not getting the calories, it's going to take it from somewhere. And and for a lot of our population, we're like, we don't want it to take it from your lean tissue. Yeah. That's yeah. something we want to preserve because it's not easy to get. Mm-hmm. So the more we can preserve that, now let's eat the right things. Now, right? And so now, now my... 12 year old kid who I told to eat pop tarts before he came in. Okay, now let's let's change it. Let's take it up a notch. Let's have something a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Now we're gonna we're gonna throw a protein bar at you that's not perfect, but it's a little bit better. And then mm-hmm. we're gonna make those steps. Mm-hmm. Like you said, what can I consistently do that's gonna be beneficial versus these yo-yo diets? And one of the ones, I mean, you you people have heard them all, but I, I remember one guy way back when I first got into more the facilities that we're in now that he did a broccoli and chicken diet and that was and that was it every meal every day i'm like i give you three days three days before that gets really freaking stupid now broccoli is great i think it's fantastic chicken's great every Every meal meal, though not a fucking chance right so so i mean yeah there's some diets out there and but that's not where you want to go mm-hmm. to complete restriction. And no. and I think one of the best ways, and I'm going to screw it up, but but when you get into changing your lifestyle, because I don't think a diet's good for anybody, and especially going back to our kids here briefly, when parents talk about dieting all the time, it's one of the worst messages you can send down the chain to where mm-hmm. a kid at 12 comes into our facility and goes, I'm on a diet. No, you're not. Let's teach you how to eat right because we're going to mm-hmm. do that. And that's going to last you for 80 years versus this diet and that diet yeah. and yeah. that diet and this. Um, but you can calorie restrict, right? Mm-hmm. Cut out some calories. You can time restrict, which mm-hmm. Blake is mm-hmm. currently doing, which is the intermittent fasting and works for some people. There's some research there that may help. But And then there's – it's not category. It's a different thing. But basically – cut a food group so cutting sugar or mm-hmm. uh, you know if you do go to be becoming a vegetarian where you cut out a certain type of protein so there's there's different ways ultimately it gets back to our calorie though right we're, mm-hmm. we're cutting calories whether we whether we do it in time or just cut calories in general or cut a category out we're, we're changing how many calories we're taking into the system so any way you want to do it you know, we're happy to help you with different options, but but really it comes down to I've got to cut out some calories and I've got to move my ass. Mm, you know, I mean, bottom line. Mm-hmm. And so whether you want to move your ass a little bit more than you want to cut calories, that's an option. If you want to cut more calories than you want to move, that's an option. But again, if we have 150 days that are not good, we better cut that down to 30 days that aren't good and then we're going to see our weight change yeah. right and it's long term and it's, it's and it's picking up a lifestyle habit yeah. change more so than just doing a quick fad diet yeah and, mm-hmm. and it's not all it's not just weight you know more than anything we've talked about it a ton of times like 
look at your body composition. Your, your yeah. weight might not yeah. fluctuate a ton, but is your body changing? Yep. You know, are you, is your capacity higher? Those are all good signs that good you're point. moving in the right direction. Yeah. Good point. So don't it's, be afraid to like the take scale. the little wins there. The scale can the be. The mirror is better than the scale. For the, yeah, sure. the scale yeah, can lie definitely. a little bit. Yeah. Definitely. And, and if you have, you know, get on your phone and look at what a, I love this model and I haven't bought one for the gym yet, but one pound of fat versus one pound of muscle. Oh, it's yeah, crazy. Right? Yeah. They're, they're still both a pound, but the density of the muscle is almost half the size of the density of the fat. It yeah. just accumulates way more fluffy than, than your <laughs> muscle tissue is. So they, you know, a pound is a pound. Well, yeah, but not always, depending on what, you, you know, yeah. like you said, the scale may say, I still weigh 200 pounds, but we do some calipers on you and find out that you're 3% body fat yeah. down. That's, that's, that's a, a win. huge yeah. change. It's a win. And and you might like your weight at, you know, at that. Yeah. And, and there's some of the old, um, you know, you look at some of the old height and weight charts and, and those may not work. They give you a ballpark number and sometimes you're over that number and that may fit you right. And sometimes you you may need to be under that number. So mm-hmm. so those are good things to look at, but it may say, you know, Blake, you need to be at 150 pounds. You're like, I don't think hey. I could function at 150. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah. there's there's some tweaks yeah. that we may need to make yeah. to that to that chart. Don't be afraid to go deep on, you know, this might take a while. Like, you know, this is going to take some yeah. consistency. Definitely. This is going to yeah. take a little bit of determination. Definitely. It's going to take a little bit of discipline. Um, I love it. Like, the muck dogs will get done with doing some abs, and, like, half of them will stand up and yeah, they lift up looking at that shit. Like, 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 look at my shit. It's coming. But it's like, it just, it just don't work like that. It just don't work so like that. So good to be a teenager. Yeah, it just yeah. doesn't work like that. So eh, don't we, get discouraged need, is my message there. We need the electric shades that go over the mirrors. <laughs> yeah. So that, yeah. so yeah, that there's yeah. certain times you just block oh, them out. man. How many times I got to say stop looking at yourself and run? You don't, <laughs> That's you're looking right. to your right. You can't even see Nobody's where you're even going. watching you. Just, I just need you to move so faster. Yeah. So funny. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, don't get discouraged. Don't get discouraged. It's easy no, to get discouraged. If you have a bad day, you have a bad day. It's yep. all right. You know, yep. Yep. Just yeah, back on the and, and, and so, and because I want to just leave us with a few points. We're, we're at that point. Yeah. Um, that's a big one, right? It's, it's going to take time. And one of the things I tell everybody is, what weight do you want to get to? Let's say somebody comes in and they're weighing, we'll just go a female that weighs 150 and really wants to be at 130. I'm like, okay, when was the last time you were 130? And it might be when they were 20 yeah. you know, or, or whatever. And that's fine. And, and maybe we never get to 130, but it's like, okay, what you need to understand is you didn't put on 20 pounds in the last year. Let's not think that we're going to take off 20 in the in next the, two yeah. months, yeah. right? Yeah. We, we, let's take off two or three in the next two months, but me, we'll, let's move in that direction, yeah. right? Yep. Let's consistently start to go in that direction. But don't think we're going right back there. Now, yeah, you might see an ad that says, I lost 10 pounds in two weeks. But I'm telling you right now, they're, number one, putting it right back on. Mm-hmm. And number two, what they lost was not all fat, we, yeah. we we can guarantee yeah. that there's a lot of water loss and with that we already said water your muscles are 90% water so when you lose water like that i guarantee you're losing lean mm-hmm. and you're not getting that back you're going to when you put your weight back on you're going to gain more fat it's mm-hmm. without a doubt so let's not drop the lean let's just take it slow and steady make Chip it away. doable and consistent mm-hmm. so what i tell all my clients good bad or indifferent Lots of water. 
I, I think mm-hmm. we need water. I, I, I do. So I, I push water. And one of the reasons I push water, not only for our athletes, but for our general pop is because a lot of times when you feel hungry, your body can't tell the difference between yeah. hunger and thirst. So if you're getting more water in, number one, it's going to fill up your stomach and may keep you from eating a bad snack. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So we need water. Then the first thing we need to cut Hopefully, we don't need to do this if you're a teenager, but we got to cut alcohol, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So if we cut alcohol, for a lot of people, that's a big calorie consumption, and it's probably changing what you do after you consume the alcohol. So mm-hmm. let's cut that because that's an easy cut for most of us. Then let's cut the simple sugars. So you know, if, if you fill up your coffee with a bunch of crap, Let's cut that out and just drink coffee. That that might save you 300 calories yep. right there. And then if we can cut out a couple of cheap snacks, that, that might get you to 700 calories a day. Let's fill it with something beneficial. And now it's really easy to get 500 calories in sugar, right? You can grab yeah. a candy bar and it's there. Let's cut that out. And if we make that change for any duration of time, it's going to make a difference. Mm-hmm. And if you're drinking a sugar-filled drink, a Coke, a Sprite, a whatever, I don't know, a rock star that's got a bunch of sugar. And if we can cut those out, that again, that's an easy liquid fix and, and add it, add in that water. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do that. And then, and then ultimately, then we might have to look at their diet. Okay. Are, are you eating fast food? Are you going out to eat? Because if I can cut meals out, that's a biggie. And fast food, if we can really cut that down and just make your own sandwich you know i'm i'm okay with bread i'm okay with carbs if you can cut out the meals out because i think for a lot of people two meals out a week is going to be hard to you know Mm -hmm. lose weight i I know personally if i eat out a couple times a week i better really watch what i'm doing other than that because i'm Mm -hmm. i'm going the wrong direction if i'm doing that so that's another one i cut and then after that then we start to look at hey can we do some more fruits and vegetables? Can we tweak a little bit here? If somebody's like, well, what do you think about bread? I'm like, eh, if you want to make a sandwich, make a sandwich. Mm-hmm. That's not going to put you over the edge. If you want yeah. to have strawberries, have strawberries. Now, we're going to watch how much, you know, if you have a little yogurt at night and you want to put a few strawberries in, great. We, we You know, we let's watch the ice cream, right? Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. watch those empty calories again. So those are my five, four or five starters. And then we can tweak from there. But if we can make those, those are big changes. If we can start to tweak on yeah. those just a little bit and bring it down, we're probably going to be moving in the right mm-hmm. direction. Then we can go from there. 100%. Yeah, I agree. What I else? Agree. What else? <laughs> Any other big ones that you that you throw out at people that you're like, we just got to change this? I mean, be wow. ready to work your butt off. You know, yeah. like when it, when it comes to the training aspect of things, it's like be ready to, be ready to work. Be yeah. ready to put the work in and be consistent in that as well. Don't be, beware the 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 macro counting and and all that yeah, because you can get so in the weeds on that. You can get in the weeds and, and and create a false sense of security and well, I'm hitting my macro numbers. I'm hitting my macro numbers. Yeah, and it's like okay, in what fa- form and fashion yeah. are we hitting them? Quality, yeah, are they quality. Yeah. Or are we just looking to hit numbers? Perfect. Mm-hmm. Quality over quantity all the time, yeah. right? So so let's get good quality food. And I'm glad you brought that up because we're not even covering some of the minerals. We really didn't go into all the different carbs and, and fats. We didn't yeah. break mm-hmm. that down a ton. We didn't go into macros. There's, there's lots of different ways of looking at your diet. But don't get confused, like you said. Don't get lost in the weeds. 
when you can cut out alcohol and, and Coke and make a thousand calorie change or, or your mm-hmm. fancy yeah. coffee drink, trying to work on this stuff. Yeah, so don't, don't focus. Simple. Yeah. Start simple. Don't yeah. get lost in the minutia because yeah. that you can just screw up your head trying to figure out some of that stuff. Do these easy mm-hmm. fixes first and then maybe some other time we can come in and really get into it. But, but really, if you just do the big things, Eight times out of 10, if not nine times out of 10, you're going to be going in the right direction. And then if you like macros and that's the way you want to go, I'm not your guy because I can't even figure some of that stuff out. If you want to get into 30% this, 40% this, great. You know, start to go that way. But do these first things, and I'm sure you're going to be moving in the mm-hmm. right direction. Mm-hmm. And then you can start to find what really works for you. Yeah. And like Blake said, give it some time. Don't just do something. Do something for a month. Make a yeah. change for a month and see what's working. Because mm-hmm. you might do it for a week. If you do it for a week and you feel like crap, you might not be doing something right, right? Mm-hmm. So so you may have cut too many calories or, or maybe you're overworking or something like that. But if you give it a legit three or four weeks, you might be going in the right direction. You don't have to make yep. any more tweaks. Keep going until you hit a plateau. And then we can start to look at some tweaks. But if you want to just give it a week and go, oh, that's not working for me. I'm done. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go have a six-pack tonight. You didn't give it a full-on mm-hmm. try. You, you've got to give these things a le- legitimate try and yeah. see what's working for you. And then mm-hmm. we go from there. Now, I saw this beautiful model the other day. It was um, on Instagram. This guy drawn this picture and he was like, talking to coaches about teaching the principle of just making one little step towards a goal like is it the dirt one to, in a day I yeah there's a pile of dirt yeah. say there's a pile of dirt in this corner of the room and we got to get the pile of dirt to this corner of the room you get to move one scoop a day some days you get a shovel some days you get a spoon but as long as one scoop of that dirt goes to that other pile per day we're moving in the right direction right. so don't get discouraged about the size of the scoop that you get to take over there as long as you take one scoop you're moving in the right direction so just because yeah. yeah. it doesn't look like we're going anywhere fast doesn't mean we're not going anywhere right mm-hmm. and and it's it's funny because we'll go back and forth on the scale there there's some dietitians out there that want you to weigh daily and then there's some that yeah. do it more weekly it can get very frustrating if you're doing it daily. And, and mm-hmm. so a lot of times I will tell people not to weigh daily because they won't see it move. Yeah. But but like you said, yeah. I moved some dirt today. I, yeah. I did my workout. I, I, I was really good with what I put in my mouth. I know there's dirt moving. Yeah. I didn't see it. Yeah. But at the hopefully at the end of the week, you see a change. And, and there's going to be times where you plateau. I mean, we've, mm-hmm. we've all been there. But just stay consistent. Yeah. Keep moving that dirt. And yeah. you know, that's a great... Great note to end on. Yeah. Yeah. Should we end it there? We can end it right there. Any shameless plugs? No? We're good. Thank you, Chad. Thank you, Chad. Chad. Banded Brands. We do miss Chad. I said he's hunting Canadian geese. He said, no, I'm hunting Canada geese. I go, but if somebody's from Canada, aren't they Canadian? He goes, yeah. I go, well, isn't that the same thing for a geese, for a goose? And he goes, no, it's a Canada goose. I go, it's a Canadian goose. So we'll, we'll have to have that argument <laughs> on a you, podcast. Though. I, I, I don't know. He, he, he told me no. And he, he knows geese more than he I do. So I'll, I'll give him that, but I'm still going to call it a Canadian geese. It's not I know a, when I see him in the field here, that's bulldog, what it is. It's an American bulldog. Uh, see? Whoa. Okay. So we'll, we'll have to, we're, we're going to leave that. Debate. Let's bring one that debate. open till next time. <laughs> We're not going to talk about fitness. Just we arguing about animals. I know. I think, I think we, we might here. get him on the next one. Okay. And okay. we'll see where that goes. Okay.
Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See ya. See ya. It's time to get back on the wagon. Chad and I get into this talk all the time. It doesn't have to be that you got to totally be dry forever. If you cut it out for a short period of time, you're going to see a change. Yeah, I took two months off drinking. I cut 20 pounds out. This Life Ain't For Everybody presents a Fit Life, the Living Stronger series by Sierra Strength and Speed. We'll continue after the break. I love snacks. I love protein. I love having it at my disposal at all times. You never know when you're going to get hungry. You never know when that hunt is going to go longer. That drive is going to go longer. Why not make sure that you have a high protein enriched snack like Jack Link's jerkies, whether it's the sticks, whether it's the cold craft, whether it's the traditional jerky, the flavors, the freshness, the packaging, the design, the entire culture of this business built with Mr. Jack himself, his son, Troy. They support the American hunter, their American brand, living the American dream, and they deserve it. I love their snacks, their flavors. I can go into all of them, but there's the dill pickle. There's the teriyaki, the original, the peppered, sweet and hot. I can keep going on the cold craft side, the salamis, the cheeses. Unbelievable innovation into the way snacks should be. No carbohydrates, low in sugar, great flavor, high in protein. Build that muscle. Make sure that you support the companies and products that support us here. And Jack Links is the official snack of the Foul Life podcast and Benelli's The Foul Life TV. It's called Benelli's the foul life for a reason. We love Benelli. They are the top shelf of waterfowl shotguns, all shotguns for that matter, in my opinion. But when you start talking about duck blinds, goose blinds, lay down blinds, panel blinds, pit blinds, the debris, the wear and tear, everything that we put our guns through throughout a duck season, whether it's a 60 day duck season in the south or you start up north and north of the border in Canada, Alberta, Saskatchewan, and follow the migration south. Some of us, myself included, hunt over 120 days a year. And every single time I squeeze that Benelli trigger, it goes bam. I'm so proud and honored to be part of the Benelli family. And when it comes to the Super Black Eagle 3, the 12 gauge, the 20 gauge, the 28 gauge, I absolutely love this line of shotguns, the inertia, every single thing from the rib down to the sight, to the choke tube, to the constrictions, the performance is what it's all about with Benelli. The Super Black Eagle series in 12 gauge, 20 gauge, and 28 gauge, whether you get Rob Roberts to build the performance shop or you keep them straight out of the box factory, they perform their simply perfect. It's Benelli. It's the confidence of shouldering that shotgun and the responsibility of pointing it at a live animal and squeezing that trigger. The dispatch, humane, ethics, everything that goes into it. Benelli believes in the culture of the duck hunter, the goose hunter, the turkey hunter, the upland hunter. So whether you're doing sporting clays, whether you're chasing waterfowl, chasing upland, chasing turkeys, Benelli builds a shotgun for you. Benelli's the foul life. They're 13 seasons as our title sponsor. Can you imagine this relationship. Thank you, Benelli. Thank you all for supporting Benelli. And I know it's all of our goal to walk into that sporting good, that Benelli dealer, that store and say, let me shoulder that super black Eagle. And now you can do it in so many gauges, the sub gauges included. We're fired up. Good luck this season. Stay safe out there and shoot straight. Shoot Benelli. Gator coolers, the drinkware, the coolers, the 45, the 70, the 110, on wheels. Keep that meat fresh. Keep those drinks cold. Ice for days, the retention, the design, the attention to detail, just how cool they are aesthetically. It's just a great American brand out of the great state of Louisiana. The McGeehee brothers, my boy Brian, they are kicking butt. The official cooler and drinkware of the Foul Life television and the Foul Life podcast. I can't say enough. I love opening a Gator cooler and seeing it full of our bounty. Wings on if we're traveling. Possession 
session limits only, everything ethical, but I love eating wild game and I love making sure that it's fresh. And that's exactly what a gator cooler allows the hunter or fisher to do. I don't take it for granted. I travel with several of them in our trucks and trailers. We have snacks in them. We have drinks in them. They come with cutting boards. They do not leak. They do not allow air into it. Their design is absolutely perfect and they are reinventing the way that people take care of their food, their bounty, and they support Ducks Unlimited, California Waterfowl Association, so many conservation agencies across the country. You can find them at the NWTF convention in Nashville, Tennessee this coming February 2024 as part of our booth. We don't go anywhere without Gator. They are cold-blooded down to the core, the official cooler of the Fowl Life Television and the Fowl Life Podcast. Get you a Gator for this season. I promise you, it's going to keep your meat fresher. Self-reflection, an important step in self-improvement. Give it some time. Do something for a month. Make a change for a month and see what's working. Thanks for tuning in and to become a better you and to learn more about This Life Ain't For Everybody, A Fit Life, the Living Stronger series with Rob Blake and Jake of Sierra Strength and Speed. Visit thislifeain'tforeverybody.com and sierrastrength.com. And to stream new and archived episodes, look them up on SoundCloud, iHeart, and Spotify. Get her done.